0: Our next near-death experience was emailed to the channel by Eleanor Bazar. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, Eleanor writes. My near-death experience took place in the summer of 1999, at the age of 17, due to an accidental drug overdose. To give some context to the experience and its meaning for me, it's important to go back in time, a couple years to when I was 15. On the 4th of July. I received news about the sudden and tragic death of my first high school boyfriend, Ben. He had been pushed off an overpass in Washington DC, onto a highway and was killed instantly. I felt tremendous shock and grief at receiving this news. He was only 18, just about to enter university and had his whole life ahead of him. It was the first time I had confronted death so closely and personally and it triggered an existential crisis that lasted several months. I wanted to understand, what was the point of life if we are just going to die? Why go through all the motions, why go to school for example, in order to prepare for a future that we might not have? What was the meaning of life, especially when someone can die so young? These questions possessed me. I asked my parents, the priests at my church, and my teachers, but no one had any sincere answers for me. Life felt utterly meaningless in the face of death. As a result I sank into a deep and debilitating depression. I eventually asked my parents for help and they took me to a psychiatrist. Without much discussion, the doctor prescribed me Prozac which I took for just 2 weeks until I became almost manically happy and totally carefree. From this state I was able to completely suppress, all my unanswered questions about life and death and move forward, focusing again on my ambitions to complete high school early and excel in competitive billiards. Two years later, in the late spring of 1999, tragedy struck again. Jake, another close friend, died suddenly, in a train accident. He was the best friend of Ben who had died previously and the brother of my then boyfriend Dean. For the weeks following I experienced a great deal of anguish and the existential questions I had managed to suppress came flooding back, this time bringing me even further into despair. At the time I was also facing some very difficult realizations about my upbringing and family of origin. Add to that the sudden breakup of my relationship with Dean and I felt intensely alone and overwhelmed with emotional suffering. Five weeks after Jake's death and on the eve of my NDE, I made a decision with regards to my family. I would write a letter to my parents expressing my disappointment and sorrow over their past actions and my desire to cease contact with them. This seemed like the only reasonable response to my family situation at the time. In tears I wrote the letter before leaving it on my desk and heading out for the evening with a couple friends. Feeling rather impulsive we decided to take a number of recreational and pharmaceutical drugs and large quantities of alcohol. I eventually grew very ill, vomiting profusely and then moving into an unconscious state. It was at some moment after this stage that my NDE began, although it took some time to realize I was dying. I began to feel an incredible and indescribable peace all around me. It was a feeling I had never experienced before on earth and one which words are incapable to describe, thus always falling short. The best I can say is that it was the infinite, all-knowing, unconditional love of our Creator, God. I'm not certain I was gone out of my body, but at the same time I was existing in a vast darkness through which I was able to sense light, colors, and sounds, all within me rather than by my usual senses, and all of this was much more luminous, bright, and beautiful than anything we have on earth. I felt one with the universe and God, as though I was both a distinct entity and the whole entity all at once. It was absolutely exhilarating. Everything felt complete, more real than anything on earth, and totally familiar, as if it were my eternal home, and I had just been away on earth for a blink of an eye. Time didn't exist. Rather, it was as if all of eternity existed in the present moment. And in this moment, I could comprehend from an enormously expanded perspective. It was as if on Earth I had been fumbling around in the dark, but here, the lights were on and I could see and understand the interconnectedness of everything with total clarity. Every question that came to mind, all the existential questions I battled within my youth, were answered, telepathically, instantaneously and completely. At one point I saw my life flash before my eyes, like a kind of life review, but at lightning speed where I relived every moment of my life, until then from a much broader perspective, and I could understand with great clarity how utterly beautiful and purposeful it had all been, and how everything had happened for a reason. I also felt no regrets but a sense of awe at the divine order of everything. With this understanding, I effortlessly and completely shed all hard feelings towards anyone I had ever imagined hurting me. We were mere actors in each other's plays for this brief moment on earth, because in the realm of eternity from which we have come, we are all connected and completely whole, and nothing real or of value can ever be truly lost or damaged. I felt only unconditional love and compassion towards these people, including my family, from whom I had suffered a great deal. I would say it was forgiveness I was experiencing but really it was so much more. I sensed that there really was nothing to forgive. Because there is so much suffering on earth, it's hard to imagine that such circumstances are by design in a benevolent universe, however, immersed in this consciousness it all made complete sense. One thing that amazed me so much is that I felt deeply and completely known by God. As if I was known far better than I knew myself. This gave me great peace and faith that God has a plan for my life, much better than I could possibly dream of myself. I also saw and felt that life is a tremendous gift, and that we are here to enjoy life, and to love, and to serve all beings, humbly. I could see that our choices have a ripple effect across the universe, and it is our soul's greatest pleasure to co-create with God and be instruments of God's love, especially in the face of anything that wishes to separate us from that love. I was shown how powerful our thoughts are, as well as prayer. I saw that to love and serve the needy, destitute, and weary in spirit, was the ultimate expression of love in God's eyes. I learned that honesty is the path, that to honor the truth, to have integrity, this is an essential virtue in maintaining a lived connection with God. I saw that when we can align with Truth and Love, Grace follows and places us exactly where we need to be on our journey. Everything that is not Love, is based in fear, and is what keeps us separate from God. We are not truly separate, we only think we are, and that is the illusion. I sensed that life in the physical realm was an illusion of grand proportions. At another moment, in no consecutive order, I knew I was in the presence of my friend Jake who had recently passed. I couldn't see him but I felt him unmistakably his most wise, loving and pure being, which seemed to take up the entire Universe around me. I felt that we were dear loving friends and so much more than our relationship was on Earth. The truth is, we weren't exactly friends on Earth. Jake was quite resentful of me being so much in his life first for being his best friend's girlfriend and second, for being his brother Dean's girlfriend, over the course of a few years. I'd often felt he was spiteful towards me. But here, in this expanded consciousness, we deeply understood one another, and from that expanded awareness, it was impossible not to feel love for each other. We began communicating in this space, but not with words, rather telepathically and simultaneously. Jake's brother, Dean, was an atheist, and Jake wanted to send a message with me to Dean that would eventually teach him that God does exist, that life continues after death, and that Jake is still alive. Something about this felt urgent and important, as if it was meant to save Dean's life. There was a sense that we do have choice in experiencing divine reality, and it's that choice that can separate us from it as well. I was instructed that I would need to tell Dean my whole experience, including a message about his future. The message was about his health and a decision he would need to make in the future when he was 28 that would save his life. He was 20 at the time. When that happens he will know that what I have shared is true. I'll come back to this part of my NDE later in the story. Interestingly, at an important moment of transition in my NDE, My eyes began to open while I simultaneously began seeing a black tunnel forming before my physical eyes. I finally realized I was dying and I was completely at peace with the idea. I wanted to stay in this feeling forever. I wanted to go home, but I could clearly sense that I was being given a choice. I could fully die by allowing my spirit to move through this tunnel, leaving this earth for good, or I could stay and live out a mission on earth. I happened to turn my head in that moment and saw my friend sleeping on the couch and imagined him finding me dead in the morning. I instantly knew that I could not allow him to have such a horrific experience and I chose to live. In the same instant, I made this choice I heard a loud and commanding voice say, Drink water and go to the bathroom now. I saw a large bottle of water in my periphery that I leaned over and began drinking immediately. I then went to the bathroom and passed an incredibly large amount of fluid. I realized I had not urinated or drank water in about 8 hours. Having ingested the vast amounts of diuretic intoxicants that I had, such neglect of these basic biological needs had likely led to overheating and the risk of my bladder exploding, both with possibly lethal outcomes. I returned to the couch and sank again into an altered state where an information download continued. But this time, it was all completely geared towards the future of my life on Earth, whereas previously it was all directed towards understanding my life prior. This was the most troublesome for my integration in the aftermath, and I don't really like to talk about it, but I do want to give the full account as honestly as I can. I could still feel God's presence, while I experienced visions of a cataclysmic future on Earth, when there would be tremendous amounts of suffering and loss of life. I saw that this would take place in my lifetime, but I could not see a precise timeline. I could feel the intense fear, chaos and pain that would be experienced and saw that most humans would die. My attention was drawn to North America for some reason where about 90% of people would perish. I saw that it was likely a confluence of events and causes leading to this destruction, including political unrest, economic collapse and environmental degradation. God also showed me that this was all part of a grand plan, part of a kind of purging occurring, and that those who survived would eventually live much more spiritually and peacefully as if a new golden age had dawned. At this point there wasn't anything we could do to stop this major shift, but we could lessen the severity by not fearing. That was the strong message God left me with, trust and do not fear. Remember that there is no true death, that everyone who is passing over is rejoicing in love and peace. I saw that I had an important role through this transformation, to teach people not to fear death, and that I would eventually support people through the dying process. This near-death experience was to confirm for others that there truly is life after death, one more glorious than we can possibly imagine. I don't know how long the entire NDE lasted It could have been just a few moments or a few weeks. All I know is that I awoke from the couch around mid-morning, completely renewed, on a beautiful sunny summer day. I went outside and sat among the trees while I cried and cried in utter gratitude and amazement. In just one night I had gone from the pits of despair to total peace and joy. Everything looked new and so alive, as though all of nature was aware and rejoicing with me. My heart was full. The day following my experience I did do as Jake's spirit instructed and told Dean everything that had happened. Not surprisingly, he thought I had completely lost my mind and gone insane. I wondered for a long time if anything I had said made a difference for Dean that day. And then, 10 years later I got a call out of the blue. It was Dean and he wanted to thank me because he now believed what I had shared, that there really is life after death. He had been chronically depressed throughout his life, so when the doctor found a tumor on his stomach during his 28th year, he would not have been inclined to have the life-saving surgery that was recommended, except that he recalled my message and decided to go ahead with the operation. He chose life. It was an awakening for Dean and he was deeply grateful. In the months following my NDE, I remained in a state of undisturbed bliss. My life had changed radically. I had lost all my usual ambition and was living moment to moment with a total trust in God. Previously I was a very serious competitive pool player but now, pool held no meaning for me and I let it go easily from my life. I didn't end up sending that letter to my parents, instead I completely resolved all conflicts with my family and have been close with them ever since. Any self-centered goals lost all appeal. Although initially I thought I would withdraw from school, I did choose to return to my second year at Georgetown University to study Theology and Psychology so that I could immerse myself in spiritual exploration. My asthma, which had previously been quite severe, completely healed. I also acquired a heightened sensitivity and intuition that remains most accessible when I lay my hands on people for healing purposes. Initially I experienced quite a bit of psychic phenomenon, having premonitions in my dreams and miraculous synchronicities. I understood that fully trusting in God allowed me to live fearlessly in the present moment in a kind of divine flow. I could consistently sense that I was being placed in situations where I could be of service, in ways that surpassed my own ability to plan, and this validated a feeling that it is never necessary to worry or over-plan my future because God has an even better plan for my life. All of this was incredibly new. I had never before thought so sincerely about spirituality, altruism or the future of the Earth. I was an average teenager going through the motions in life. The NDE was nothing short of transformative. Eventually though, I struggled to connect with people. It was impossible to fit in. Life felt abrasive. The way people treated one another saddened me, the frivolous goals and desires that people preoccupied themselves with. It all felt so mundane and unimportant. The visions about the future felt ever-present in my mind, and it was hard to care about any kind of goal in the context of a near-future annihilation. One day, on an impulse, I prayed to God to help me forget my experience just enough so that I could integrate into life more normally. I remember the exact moment of the prayer and the instantaneous result, where for the first time in months I experienced negativity and doubt arise in my mind. This was incredibly painful and I instantly regretted what I had asked, because I knew such doubt and negativity was not the truth of my being, that it was part of the illusion of this life, even though it's so incredibly human to have various fear-based thoughts. From this mindset, I no longer fully trusted in God on an experiential level and over the days and weeks following, I felt the veil between this life and the next close further. I couldn't access God in the same way. The cognitive dissonance created by my conceptualization of the truth fell in harsh contrast with what I was actually feeling in the physical realm and created such an unbearable split in my psyche. It wasn't long before I sank into a very deep depression, a true dark night of the soul. Every day I begged for God to take me home, crying out to no avail. I felt completely abandoned. Despite this incredible yearning, I knew I couldn't commit suicide. I knew that this would be deeply troubling to my soul to cut life short prematurely. So I endured. I spent the next three years of my studies trying to make sense of what had happened And to begin balancing my spiritual nature with the reality that I was still a physical human being, a frail and often broken one at that. This period launched me into a 20-year journey of spiritual integration and discovery. Despite how challenging that has been in many regards, I do consider my NDE to have been the most important event of my life and I would not trade it for anything. It gave me my reason for being, or my life purpose, and informs who I am in all ways. The veil is thin from time to time, during meditation, prayer, moments of gratitude, or when I'm in nature. Other times this occurs when I surrender to the present moment during a crossroads, when I can hear the whisper of God guiding me to the next step, or miraculously bringing people into my life at just the right moment. My life has been so rich as a result. More than anything, I'm so grateful to know the joy of service and have been privileged to work as a teacher, advocate for social and environmental change, and now over the last decade, a mental health counselor. Writing this NDE is a monumental act for me because for so long I doubted that I would be able to capture its essence in words, thereby relegating it to something less significant than it really was. Despite this, I'm pleased to now feel deeply called to share even within the limits of language, because I find it soothing to remember, as well as an important step to living the mission that God asked of me, to help relieve people's fear of dying. I hope my NDE can provide some healing balm for anyone who is scared of dying or who mourns the loss of a loved one. Death is simply a doorway to the extraordinary life that awaits us all. There is nothing to fear. On the contrary, facing and accepting our mortality can bring tremendous meaning and fullness to our lives, here and now. Currently I reside on Vancouver Island, where I coordinate the local chapter of Ian's, as well as counsel people who have had NDE or who are struggling with end-of-life distress. Wow! That was such an amazing near-death experience Eleanor! Thank you for allowing this channel to tell your story.